All You Need To Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 25th of January. Here's everything that you need to know. The big story from NDTV Profit. Sources have told my colleague Vishwanath Nair that HDFC Bank may sell some assets on its loan book to release high-cost borrowing. That's because the lender is keen on bringing down the cost ratio on its balance sheet while also reducing the credit deposit ratio. The loans for sale will include those which do not qualify for priority sector lending tag. Going forward, the bank will continue to originate high-quality loans but will reserve the right to sell them through the securitization market. It has also come to light that some sell-side analysts and hedge funds triggered the big sell-off that you've seen in the stock of HDFC Bank. Z Entertainment Enterprises has moved the National Company Law Tribunal seeking directions to implement the merger with Sony Group's Indian subsidiary. Z issued a reply to Sony Pictures Networks India, specifically denying any breach of obligations under the MCA and reiterated that the company has complied with all of its obligations in good faith. That's according to an exchange filing that was sent out yesterday. On the earnings front, Tara Steel has returned to profit in the third quarter of the current financial year, but missed analyst expectations. The steelmaker reported a net profit of 522 crore rupees in the quarter ended December 2023. The company had reported a net loss, remember, of just about 6,200 crore rupees in the previous quarter on account of a higher impairment charge. Bajaj Auto's profit rose in the third quarter on account of higher volumes. The company's net profit rose 37% to over 2,040 crore rupees in the quarter ended December. The company's earnings were aided by an expansion in the operating profit margins with the EBITDA margin standing at very close to that 20% mark. Big news in the insurance space. The General Insurance Council has announced the Cashless Everywhere initiative, which would allow policyholders to obtain cashless redressal of claims at all hospitals, irrespective of whether the hospital is covered under the network of the insurance provider. Currently, only about 63% of customers opt for cashless claims, while others have to apply for reimbursement claims as they might be admitted to the hospitals that are outside of their insurer or TPA network. That's according to the chairperson of the GIC, uh, and he's also the managing director and chief executive officer of Bajaj Alliance General Insurance, Tapan Singhal. In international news, U.S. business activity has expanded in January by the most in seven months, led by stronger orders growth that left service providers and manufacturers more confident about the demand outlook. The S&P Global Flash Composite Output Index advanced to 52.3, fueled mainly by stronger services activity. The group's measure of expected output in the coming year climbed to the highest since May 2022, bolstered by better domestic demand. Taking a look at international markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed overnight with the Dow dropping 0.3% and the S&P 500 closing at a fresh record for the fourth day in a row and the Nasdaq gaining as much as 0.4%. It was once again the mega-cap tech stocks that led the rally. In the Asia-Pacific region, it's a mixed start to trade with two of the three early risers trading lower. Do keep an eye on the Chinese and Hong Kong markets. They are set to continue gaining ground on account of the government's move to support the economy. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day 
in India. Morning, Neeraj. How's it looking today? Good morning, Alex. Well, ahead of the Republic Day, uh, we might not be able to wish people tomorrow, but well, happy Gantantra Divas to everybody. The, 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 the trade setup for the day, well, not too much from the global markets, right? So... And then we've seen a bit of a short covering led up move in various sectors yesterday, which is welcome. But is it a resumption of a trend? I'm not quite sure. In fact, there is a larger risk, um, which is difficult to time. But global markets coming off, if rate cut assumptions get scaled down, current assumption is that March will provide something. Uh, does that, if, if that gets punctured all of a sudden, we might have a bit of a reaction in SPX, that might have a bit of a reaction in our markets. But frankly, it's so difficult to kind of talk about this or time this in any fashion whatsoever, right? So that's the issue. Uh, so for now, steady as she goes ahead of the long weekend, very unlikely that we'll have some very large positions or directional positions, either direction, at least that's what I believe. Um, just based on what we've seen at the uh, results and commentary level, one would reckon that it will be mid-cap IT and auto ancillaries at the broader end of the spectrum might be stronger lots, really. Let's wait and watch metals may continue a bit of an up move based on what's happened in China. Uh, there is this HSBC Flash India PMI. Maybe you've spoken about it, but uh, I'll just briefly mention that it seems very interesting simply because uh, ahead of the actual PMIs coming in, data showing that both manufacturing and services sector grew at a faster clip in January, which is heartening to see. Business services also growing fastest in four months, uh, albeit at lower margins, means that you win some, you lose some. And exporters, manufacturing exporters reporting higher sales to clients across the globe, across all regions, which is also pretty interesting to see. So I think uh, analysis of this data with, with, with Pranjul Bhandari at some point of time in the next few days would be very, very interesting as well to watch. Nevertheless, uh, on to stocks. Um, you know, NHPC is a done deal, of course, the OFS. So uh, leaving that out, uh, but uh, it's not new news. But I was looking at result reactions that could be possible. And I'll start off with uh, the broader end of the spectrum. Or or actually, uh, you might actually see some fairly strong reactions, maybe for Bajaj Auto. So that could be interesting. Uh, Tisco uh, was also in line or maybe marginally higher. And Metals are anyways looking strong. The stock was up 4% ahead of results yesterday. Could be interesting. Watch out for DLF, watch out for Tech Mahindra because Tech Mahindra seems to have disappointed yet again. And therein lies the problem that while the stock is cheap relative to what is uh, estimated, there is, uh, you know, in, in some sense, uh, the delivery from Tech Mahindra refuses to come. Uh, and and that, is, that is the problem. You know, there's a Jeffrey's note which puts it up very well that there's not much to cheer and which is why they are underperforming. I mean, yes, the revenues were ahead, but margins and profits missed estimates. Can new management after whatever they would do in order to steady the ship uh, really bring about uh, operating metrics higher? Uh, that, that's improvement and improvement in margins uh, with operating metrics near peak. Uh, can they actually uh, improve the margins? Uh, will it be an uphill task or what have you? Let's wait and watch. So a bit of a miss and I would reckon that Tech Mahindra would be a sore spot in the session uh, today. There could also be um, some weakness uh, in stocks like Loris Labs, for example. I know the results came in during market hours at the fag end yesterday. But suffice to say, the stock is disappointed yet again. Most brokerages have cut target prices, uh, not uh, though, or, or lower target prices or lower ratings as the case may be. I think the management conversation at 10 o'clock today would provide some insights. 
um some mid cap results mid cap billa soft uh, revenues were up just 2.2% but in line with estimates but ebit margin performance was strong much better than bloomberg estimated as a result of which the bottom line numbers were much higher and they should please the street maybe the stock has had a really good run but maybe just maybe with reason chalet hotels the numbers seem good uh, you know the pat seems down 31% due to one offs in the last quarter but at 70 crores much ahead of the bloomberg estimate of 54 crores CET revenues were up 8.6% but margins expanded better than estimated but just better than estimated as a result of which pat also uh, better than estimated 419% uptick very likely that CET which has had a strong move too could react further um we'll watch out for um masgon dock because uh, it signed contract worth 1070 crores with the acquisition wing of mod for 14 fast petrol vessels so watch out for that and watch out for uh, petronas lng cities put out a negative catalyst watch with the target price of 185 they say the qatar contract is along expected lines and known for a while uh, it potentially creates uncertainty for their utilizations and they believe they recommend a switching to igl where the valuations related to petronas lng are at multi year lows so watch out for this stock as well with this it's back to you thanks neeraj and as always thank you all for listening in happy republic day to everybody in advance we'll be back on monday with the next edition of this podcast but do tune in to the website ndtvprofit.com as well as the television channel over the course of the day for all the live updates in business markets and everything else this is alex matthew signing off have a great day